in your face. with Leah Magoo and Better Lives and they all join us in the studio today at 3CR. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Your vocals are incredible on that track. How did you get together with Mr. Co, Leah? Well, we met probably a year or something ago. Yeah, just over a year. At um, our singing studio, she hosted a concert for all of us um, and it was actually their first song that they did together on a stage and we met she put us together and it just hit off like that mm. tell us about the songwriting for this one guys oh. yeah look we we started writing this back in december last year and funny enough it actually came out as a ballad first mm. so it was a slow ballad a bit of like a love dedication ballad yeah it wasn't it didn't have a lot of like mm. didn't have the energy it's no. gone now <laughs> it was definitely a lot slower it was definitely a little bit more um 
so back paced, you know, really relaxed mm-hmm. and like kind of said a bit more of a love ballad. So yeah, when we were in the studio putting it together, I think we just, I think we were out, we were away at the time when we, yeah, when we, we re-looked at the track. We and just, we, we weren't vibing it. We yeah. were like, oh yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We were about but, to can it. Yeah. And then we went into the studio <laughs> after a few drinks and we just doubled the speed. <laughs> put some synths in there and a backbeat and we went yeah yeah okay. this is the way this, this song's cool. supposed to sound but we knew i think we knew um when we kind of got to the end of that new sound that we needed something, another voice something. something with a bit more drive especially after the bridge mm. um so then we reached out to leah yeah leah your voice goes so well with the track i mean it's kind of like a bit it's meant to be that you found her mm. yes definitely, oh, definitely. Sure. look we, we could try to hit that top note <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know how it would come out, though. It wouldn't be, be good. It would be interesting to see. Yeah. I, I, I would like I it. I could see it. I could go try it, falsetto. I could try yeah. it. I could try it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I can barely hit it. So. <laughs> good luck. But, um, yeah, it was good. There's a German connection to this track. Tell us about it. Yeah, so our mixing and mastering engineering co-producer, Dominic from Prodenold Studios out in Berlin in Germany. Um, this is the fifth track we've worked on him with, and he is the mastering and mixing engineer for our debut album on this journey, yeah. which comes out May the fourth, which yes. is pretty exciting. Yeah, um, it was kind of a really, it was a really good pairing with him because he's in Europe. One brief for this song was we wanted it to be like if we were to apply for Eurovision. Mm-hmm. And we said to him, you know, with your Euro influences and especially the club scene down in Berlin, can you inject a bit of that into this song? And yeah, like yeah. He, he took it to the next level. And mm-hmm. the funny funny thing about that as well is we actually sent this track to him without any demo. Mm. We didn't give him a demo. We gave him a written brief, the stems, and that was it. And we just gave him like the whole dance track Eurovision, you know, mm. boiler room thing we gave him creative control for this one yeah we really yeah we really you know sort of sat him in the co-producer seat co-writing seat for this and it was uh very much well worth it Mm, it was (laughs) and leah you've been performing with the guys live as well a lot yeah we've done (laughs) a lot lot. a man what have we done we've done espy we've done Uh, so many it's it's gone but it's been really good i've had a lot of fun i mean better lives live sounds completely different but it's kind of fun it's kind of like disco-y like yeah it's a little dirty i like it (laughs) (laughs) i could really i could really hear like a club remix of it i could really hear a trance remix of it actually oscar and i was we haven't spoken to Leah about this yet but oscar Oscar and I were speaking about this the other week and we've already started putting out some feelers to hopefully get a remix in by next year. Because yeah. they'd love it in the clubs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would. They would. It just needs a little bit more oomph yeah. behind the backbeat sure, for it. Sure, a producer could bring that to the table. Yeah, of course, sure. Um, yeah. Yes, we, we definitely... I don't think we're going to... We'll definitely release the remix, but we're going to do it quite subtly and a bit of a surprise for all of our followers that, you know, have been streaming our songs and keeping up to date with us. And you've been really, like, you know, eclectic with your releases as well. Do you find that gives you momentum, like the fans are eating that up? Or do do you find it gives you new fans? Like, what's the story? It does. We definitely need a break after this one. (laughs) But you said that last time. (laughs) (laughs) We tried. This is our fifth in... Fifth in eleven months, so yeah, it's been it's been a ride this year, and I think the one thing that has been, I think, it's kept it interesting for us is every song's different, different mm. genre, different feel, different vibe. So because of that, it's it's kept it fresh, yeah. and kept us kind of wanting more. I definitely, I definitely do think that it has probably attracted different people from 
different genres, like from different places, mm -hmm. which I think is kind of cool because if, you know, if you think about it, that means that there's all these sort of different people coming from different places and listening to our music simultaneously, which I think is really, really awesome. But yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's definitely expanded our horizons and we've met heaps of new people through it. So it's been really, really the fun. The album's going to be quite chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been loving the uh, videos of your live shows on, on social media and Lee, you've just fit in so well with the guys <laughs> on, on stage. And what I've really noticed is like you, you talked about you know how your mum said oh maybe you need some choreography but in actual <laughs> fact all you need to do is do what you're doing which is feeling the songs on yeah, stage yeah. 100% we just we don't like we, we, we definitely rehearse a fair bit with our band but I think when it comes to what we do as lead singers and frontmen of the band is just have fun and also connect with the band on stage as well. I think sometimes people get lost being so front and centre, but turning over to your other musicians and giving them a bit of the energy that you're feeding helps elevate the performance. 100%. And I think a lot of us, like, we're very authentic with our content. Like, yeah, our, our, we're, we're idiots. Like, yeah, every time every time you see something funny, it's not planned. It's, no. it's definitely, we're off the rails, tired, having moment. fun. Yeah, tired, definitely tired. It's Yeah, it's so good. Authenticity, I think. Yeah. Very authentic. And Leah, you've been doing some backing vocals on the other tracks as well during the live performances. Um, and that's given them some real zest. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. It's, it's Gives us a break. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the high ones. It's definitely welcome. It's 100% welcome. Yeah. So, Leah, do you, do you think you'll go solo? Yeah. Well, I'm actually um, in the midst of creating my own single coming out next year. I'm do super tell. excited. Yeah. Um, it's called Phantom Limb and it's kind of the way that I wrote it. It's kind of cinematic and it's very beautiful and I'm very excited. Um, I've just got my first, like, what, demo kind of. Yeah, your first master. Yeah, my yep. first master back and it's sounding amazing already. So I'm super excited mm. to mm. see where that goes. And guys, what's happening on the music video front? Oh, <laughs> we, get, we get to pull the trigger on the music video. I think we've been... Next year for the album, we're yeah. definitely wanting to get some visualizers together to go with it. But we've just been, we've been so busy, busy with gigging, busy with the the music for the album, the and we've actually we're actually producing her songs with her as well. Wow! Yeah, yeah. so we're a bit of a scratch all back, scratch all <laughs> type of situation. <laughs> um, both working on each other's projects, and for us, getting back into the producer seats and not being the artist has been. Really refreshing, oh. you know, to not be the person on the track, but sit back and use our, you know, production skills to help Elevate. other artists have a bit of a platform. It's been really good. Yeah. But next year, definitely with visualizers, we're thinking about it. We already have a few videographers in mind. Yeah. And yeah. also, also, we've got a couple more singles to come out next year. So there's potential that there could be videos for those. We're not sure yet. We're still working on all those. Two more singles and the album. Yeah. It's interesting. When I talk to people about your music, I talk about, A, you're great production skills because of your years of experience in the industry and I say look it's a sound tech and a session musician who basically discovered they've got these fantastic voices and they've put mm. all of their production skills together so your production skills are really the strength that gets behind it and then when you like you know farm it out to the guy in Germany that's just the cream on top yeah, it's yeah. the polish yeah it's 100%. the polish Ma mastering the skill to be able to master a track, we, we call it the surgeons of the music industry. Like it's so detailed and intricate and the skill set you've got to have is insane. Mm. We handball that off because oh, we, 100%. you know, and, we're, and we're definitely a bit rusty on the uh, mastering yeah. front. Yeah, and it's also, it's, it's such an eye for detail as well. Like Dom is just 
incredibly precise. Like any, and Leah can speak to that as well. Yeah. Like any tiny little piece that you go, I want, you know, one minute and 37 seconds, a little bit louder than one minute and 38. He can make that happen. Mm. And it's, that's, I think, like, like Connor was saying, that's the, the surgical part of being a mastering engineer and a mixing engineer. So yeah, we, we look, we definitely have a little bit of that backing in us. And when we make our music, that's definitely part of it. Um, but Pro- production helps bring the idea to life. Yeah. The Definitely. music itself is separate, but production, like especially when you hear Phantom Limb, there's a lot of soundscaping and cinem- cinematic experiences through it that an instrument can't really give you. Yeah, mm. like so rain you have to go. Yeah, <laughs> you have to go out of that comfort zone. Um, but yeah, I think as well with the mastering and with Dominic, there comes a point in every artist project where I think the artist has to let go. I think someone that is creating their music from conception all the way to master it's really dangerous to not let it leave your hands because it's very subjective, right? Mm. And as artists, we love our music, mm-hmm. but we've got to make sure that we have other professionals in there giving us advice on how we could make it better. Do you find that the industry is kind of looking at you guys, not just as the gay married duo, but <laughs> as really accomplished musicians and producers and is giving you the kudos you deserve because of that and really the gay thing's just a marketing <laughs> You know, plus. No, I think I think we've been. Um, it's really interesting because we we did music all the way up until we were probably twenty two, and then we had a burnout, took a four year break, and we've come back into the industry, and the industry has completely changed. So, considering we've since our first single, it's only been eleven months. We've done we've done really well, especially with joining so many communities in Melbourne. You know, like BG community. RSOM. We're going to a networking night tonight for Johnny Biz in Faulkner Musicland, and yeah, I, I I think the respect that we've gotten is insane, more than I what I thought we thought. Very much so. But in terms of the queer community, I think we've been a really good representation. You know, we're just very loving, supportive, and genuine people. There's no mm. agenda. There's no. We don't push anything on people. We just be who we are and. You know, yeah. just spread some positivity and love in this crazy world that we live in. Yeah. <laughs> and what's it been like for you, kind of, you know, having this kind of, you know, exposure to the gay community through your association with Mr. Co and your partnership musically? And, like, yeah. It's been so good. Like, the minute I met these guys, I felt like I knew them forever. Like, they were so welcoming, so easy to work with. And every time I hang out with them, it's like we have so way, good. Way we have too so much fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've got really fun. good energy, and I think that's what makes this you know partnership <laughs> so easy this thruple this thruple <laughs> live gigs um, when are you on live next Ooh. we've actually we haven't announced yet but we can do it now mm. I feel like we can yeah, we've, got, we've got two really big gigs coming up we're being a headline performer for the Real Songwriters of Melbourne Awards Night which we're actually nominated for five awards five yeah, wow. which is exciting. Very exciting. Uh, um, songwriter of the Year, Community Member of the Year, <clears throat> and three of our songs for Song of the Year. Yep. And then Breaking Sound at the Nightcat. We yeah. got a gig at the Nightcat, which Great. is so good. Amazing. That's in December 13th, Wednesday. Yes. Um, and we're actually performing a 45-minute set with a the full, full, full nine-piece band yeah. yep. that night. Yeah. Wow. Now, the album is now coming out in May. May yeah. the 4th. May the 4th. Wow. Um, are there still tracks that you're writing for? Yeah, so we're currently in the studio right now finishing two that will be done in November. And then we've got two more to write that we're going to wait until January to see, 
you know, if any inspiration comes 100%. over the break and um, one of them's actually with my brother. So we're getting a family member involved, which is really, really cool. Well, actually, and got two family members involved. Yeah, our yeah. bass player as well, James, yeah. my cousin. That's been like a real, a thing for both of us, a real my, milestone thing is to mm. have people that, you know, are in our family and a really big part of our life beyond the album itself. Mm. But the really cool thing is that the next four songs that we're writing are all collaborations. Yep. So kind of like Better Lives. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. Well, Mr. Co and Liam McGoo, fantastic to see you. Fantastic to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> Always great to see you at 3CR. Thanks for popping in. Can't wait for the next single. Yes. Yeah. We'll see you soon. And I uh, love Better Lives. It dropped today. We're going to go now to Nouvelle Vague. Metal days in these metal 
Nouvelle Vague there. No one is receiving. Up next, Kaya Mercedes. But in the meantime, here's her new single, The End. If I'm gonna die tomorrow, would you pretend that you're in love with me just for the hell of it? I never say enough, but on my best show. But if I'm gonna die, oh. I've been watching cars pass by the window, always wishing I could chase them. Since I let them Scared of the thought of the end Of the goddamn prettiest thing I've ever had If I'm gonna die tomorrow Would you pretend That you didn't love me Just for help it I never say enough Burn on my best show But if I'm gonna die young I hope you know you are my own talented songwriter Kaya Mercedes there and Kaya joins us on the line. Kaya, welcome back to the show. It's so great to be back. I love that song. Uh, The lyrics are pretty deep. Tell us about what motivated you to write them. So I had a crush on this girl and we were friends but I really, really liked her and so I wrote this song about that sort of in-between feeling of liking someone but being scared to ruin the friendship and then I made it really, really dramatic and all about the end of something and being terrified of that. Um, and with the breakdown of the bridge, it's almost apocalyptic in a way. And I just, I love this song so much. For someone so young, you write such deep lyrics and you've obviously got a great technical grounding in songwriting. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, I've been self-taught since I was 13. Um, but my producer, Satali Mack, is absolutely incredible in helping me grow as a musician and a songwriter and helping me put together these really technical and beautiful tracks. 
Do you really feel like growth as a songwriter? I mean, I, I hear it, and I think anyone who listens to your music hears it, but I guess I'm interested in knowing what does it feel like when, when, when you go through that growth as a writer as such a young 17-year-old artist? I definitely, um, looking at my past album and then um, these songs that I'm writing now, I definitely see such a big difference. And the way that I enjoy performing my new songs more than my old ones, because they're so much more technical and they're so much more to focus on and they're so much more complex, it's so much more fun to perform them. And, yeah, I definitely feel that growth and um, my newer music is being received so much better than my older stuff just because of that growth that I've experienced over the past few years. And you not only write the songs and sing them, but you play the instruments as well. Yes, I play piano and guitar. Wow. That's quite exceptional for someone so young to have that combined with the songwriting techniques and the voice as well. What do you do to kind of, you know, keep your voice in such great shape and to develop it? I do singing lessons once a week, but otherwise I'm practicing every single day. I'm always having like herbal teas and I do so much to protect my voice. It's actually insane. Wow. So that's really, really great that you do that because you've got to look after it. It's one of your instruments. Yeah. And I I do have a vocal cord issue that I've been um, struggling with for a couple of years. So more than ever, I have to have to really look after my voice. Who are you listening to at the moment musically? Um, I'm definitely listening to a lot of Taylor Swift as always, but Boy Genius and Phoebe Bridges and Julian Baker are some of the artists that I've really, really been drawn to lately. It's interesting because with that track, The End, I do hear a Lily Allen influence, but maybe that's just coincidental. Probably coincidental. I definitely, um, this song was very much an experiment. So uh, me and my producer sort of just sat down and, did whatever we thought was absolutely crazy and so different from my last album, and that's how we got this song. So the end is from an album. Tell us about the album. So the end is the first track, the lead single from an album that I've been working on for the past two years. I started writing it even before I released Hindsight. Um, And it's an album all about this person that I liked and... Very similar to the end, that feeling of being more than friends but less than lovers in that battle and trying to let go and hold on. And it's very much like a an album that's a tug of war of feelings. So the album, when's it going to drop? Uh, mid next year. Wow. And so how many tracks have you got completed and written or are they still ones that you're writing? Like tell us where it's at. So it's a nine-track album with all the songs completed at the moment, um, and there will be songs and singles being released over the next six months. Oh, wow. So you've been into the recordia, into the studio and recorded it, and it's done and dusted. Done and dusted. Wow. Gee, you've been busy since the last time we spoke. How wondrous. Yeah, it's been a crazy year. And what's happening on the music video front? I actually filmed three music videos last month. Wow. Wow, yes, do tell. Pretty to be. Um, so, yeah, I filmed a music video for The End, which I will be announcing the release date for that one over the next few days. Um, but for the lovely listeners here, it should be coming out within the next two weeks. I don't have an exact date, but, yes, that will be very soon. Um, but, yeah, then I filmed another two music videos for uh, some of the other tracks on the album, and I have one more music video which will be in production in a few months. And you're also studying, you're in school at the same time. How do you juggle it all? 
Um, it's difficult, I won't lie, especially, you know, I've got my first year 12 exam coming up, um, even though I'm in year 11 in a few weeks. Uh, it's difficult, but I, I manage and all my teachers are very, very supportive, um, which I'm thankful for. So I'm able to create a balance and uh, I just work really, really hard. Yeah, absolutely. Really hard and you get great results. And I guess you don't have that pressure of thinking, well, what am I going to do when I leave school? Because you kind of know you're going to be a rock and roll star, basically, a music star. Yeah, I hope so. I definitely i am trying to work my ass off right now so that I can uh, do that after school full time. It would be absolutely incredible. But yeah, school is definitely, I, I feel comfortable in knowing that I have a career path and something that I just absolutely love doing. Yeah, and that must feel great. Yeah, it feels amazing. So what have you been doing on the live music front? I know, I think it was probably August now, I know you were doing some gigs, maybe September? Uh, Yeah, I've been doing a lot of gigs over the past uh, few weeks. Um, I had a bit of a break during the middle of the year just to focus on school a bit, but I've been performing at a lot of markets. Um, Just the weekend gone, I played at Stringy Bark Festival and I got to play support for Darcy Fox, who is such an incredible musician. Um, I have a show tonight at the Sunset Twilight Market, and I'm also supporting Ishan on the 18th of November at the Bergie Band Room, which is so exciting. Now, tell us a bit more about this album and how some of the uh, later singles are going to sound. Are they going to be, like, you know, quite eclectic? Um, I def- The next song is definitely, like, the biggest contrast to the end. Um, it's we go from, like, the most pop song on the album to the saddest track on the album, um, which I'm super excited for because everyone who's heard the album so far, that's been a favourite. Um, so I'm so excited to share that one with everyone. But it's definitely quite a genre shift into more of that indie pop rather than indie folk that was my older stuff from my last album. And it must feel great having the album finished and then being able to plan the dropping of all these singles and then and then to have that kind of, you know, ability to go, well, hey, I've done, you know, a poppy one, I'm going to do a melancholy one and then I'm going to segue into this. Like it must give you this great kind of, you know, security and kind of, you know, comfort in, in being able to play around with the releases. Yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, my last album, it was very much we would record a song and be like, okay, this one's done, so we'll drop it because that's like we're on a tight timeline. But this one, I think it's been done for a couple months now. Um, And so I've had the idea of, you know, I want to release this album before I'm 18. Um, So I have a bit of a timeline, but we've really been able to play around with that and get like a really coherent storyline with these songs and music videos that I'm releasing. It, It really gives me a lot of freedom. And what's happening with future gigs? Future gigs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I think the gig where I'm supporting Ishan on the 18th of November is just going to be absolutely incredible. That's um, at the Bergie Band Room, and I've never performed there. Um, I haven't been there since they've made that the Bergie Band Room. I'm really, really excited. It'll be my first gig with my band. Fantastic. Well, Kai, it's always a joy to hear your voice. It's always wonderful to play your music. Uh, I, I'm just really, you know, in awe of your 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 skills as a songwriter, musician, uh, performer. Thank you so much for joining us today on 3CR. Thank you so much for having me. The wonderful Kai Mercedes there.
face would like to thank Thorn Harbour Health for their sponsorship of this program. Thorn Harbour Health envisions a healthy future for our gender, sex and sexuality diverse communities, a future without HIV and a future where all people live with dignity and respect. To find out more, search Thorn Harbour Health on your search engine or Facebook. <laughs> 